The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Really? I think that Christmas is a time to ask a fundamental question. And the fundamental question is good at Christmas, but it really is for all seasons. In fact, it's a question for every day of our life. And it's a question that has to do with our life. And it's a really simple question, it's why? It's a very normal question, isn't it? Most of the time we ask the why question when a tragedy happens. First thing that we say, why, why, why? But this question tonight is more fundamental than when a tragedy happens. And the question is, is why did he come? We got a lot of squirmy babies and kids in church tonight, okay? Great, they're great. And Jesus could have come in a bazillion different ways, but he came as a little squirmy kid like us. But why? Why did he come? Well, you know that you know enough about the scriptures that he was promised in the Old Testament. The prophets foretold him, and this was the fulfillment of that, but that still doesn't answer the question why. Scriptures tell us, Behold, I come to make all things new. All things new. The reason that Christ came, the reason that Jesus came as our Messiah, our Savior, uh, the King of our lives, is to change everything. What do you mean by that, Father? Well, I mean this. Your joys, your sorrows, your triumphs, your disappointments, your sins, your mistakes, the bad things that have happened in your life, the present part of your life right now, what your future is going to be, he came to change everything. Everything. Do you see why we resist him? Because the one thing that human beings hate is change. Even if we don't like what's going on, we don't like change. And so somewhere deep down in our core, we resist anything that's going to change the status quo, anything that's going to make me change. And the result is we're miserable. The result is we're bored. The result is there's a hole inside of us that one theologian calls the God-shaped hole in us that we keep throwing all kinds of other things in thinking that it's going to make us feel better, and it doesn't. Jesus came not as a smorgasbord, not as a buffet that, well, I, I kind of like broccoli and I like asparagus, but I don't like mushrooms. He wants it all. And he wants to transform and change everything. But we're not quite so sure about that. So we got parts of our life that it's okay if he would change this because he can make things be more the way I'd like to have them be, whether that's politically or with my in-laws or with my job or with my career. But there's other things that are closer to my heart that I don't want him really messing with. And so therefore, we kind of are in this gray area. 
and our faith doesn't really inspire us, it doesn't really propel us, it doesn't really change us. And so we blame all kinds of other things. Thomas Merton, great spiritual writer, said, you know, the reason that we're not at peace with each other is because we're not at peace with ourselves. And the reason that we're not at peace with ourselves is because we're not at peace with God. Simple as that. But the difficult part is, is he came for change. And so Christ being born as a squishy little baby, that great job, Emerson. He didn't drop baby Jesus. Good job. The great thing about that, though, is it was a gift of love. Now, there's a catch to gifts. Gifts can be either received or refused. One person that I read this week said, would you rather have your father's gifts or would you rather have your father's love? Would you rather have your father's gifts or would you rather have your father's love? I hope that it's the latter that we're talking about. But that gift is freely given in Jesus Christ, but it has to be received, not halfway, <laughs> but totally. And that's scary because it means that we have to give up control. That means that we need to trust that anything that God's going to be in part of in our life is going to be changed. Even the past, God will give us the most horrific things that have happened in our life in the past. If we receive Christ, we will get a new perspective. We will get a new way of being able to go on that we never could without Him. But most of the time, we give Jesus small change. We give Him small change, and therefore we can't get much in return because we never really gave ourselves to Him. And so while this is a great question for us to ask ourselves at Christmas, it's every day of our life. And so if there are parts of our lives that we want to kind of shield from Jesus as if he doesn't already know, parts that we want to hide, parts that we want to hold on to, then we will never grow, we will never heal, and we will never be happy. Scriptures are full of examples of that. But if we are able to receive, it's really what we need to think about is giving Christ authority in our life. Authority in our life. Give him total authorship so that he can rewrite what's going on. We kind of like to write our own way. You know, we're, we, we live in the Western culture. It's kind of like we're kind of all like Marlboro men and Marlboro women that we can pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps, but we're still sinking in the crap. So maybe this Christmas is a time to reconsider. What's this all about? If you think that he came, as the people of Jesus' time did, if you think he came to be a political revolutionary, sorry, he didn't. If you think he came to overhaul the economy, he didn't. If you think that he came to make the world the way you want it, sorry, he didn't. He came for one reason and one reason only. To change us. 
to change us, to change us. Our sorrows, our hurts, our fears, our deepest desires, our marriages, our careers, everything. But we have to receive it. We have to receive it. And it comes to us as a gift of love, to be refused or received. Christmas is a great time for us to rethink this baby Jesus thing because the wood of the crib is really the wood of the cross. And that's what determines the direction of our life. So if we can think just a little bit more about that this year, this could be the happiest Christmas ever because we learn to surrender, we learn to accept, we don't have to do the work. He'll do the changing. All we need to do is give ourselves to Him. Have a Merry Christmas and a Holy New Year. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. <laughs>